You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What up, y'all? Welcome to the 29th episode of the High Vibe Guys. Buck, buck, buck. Um, get good pictures of me, Asa. Ah, uh, man, I can't even do my video. I can't even do video. Oh, okay, buck, better. buck. Yeah, what, well, because I took it? No, because of my lip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> buck, buck. Um, welcome to the 29th episode of the High Vibe Guys. Um, you are with your boy Booze. You got Asa, the scholar, the uh, Kanye enthusiast, outside shoe wise. I don't know if you like him as a person. Nobody, nobody likes Kanye. I actually Kanye. like him a lot. I just understand that he's he has different planetary influences. Greatest hip hop artist ever. Uh, you sound like an apologist now. Because he has planetary influences. Yes. No, 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 no. People, bro. People are acting like. You know, donkeys. crazy folks, donkeys all the time throughout our whole life. I'm just saying I understand. All right, let me rewind it. Let me rewind like my intro for you. You got your boy Booz. You got Kanye West. Apologies to the right. Uh, <laughs> I said Lori. the suicide doors up. <laughs> I said Lori Bay and uh, eating freaking brunch here as he does every day. Little vegan organic tabbouleh, you know. This dude has a picnic basket to his left foot <laughs> down there. Picnic basket. No wheat germ, you know. Um, and then you got um, busted lip Joe to the left down here. Uh, uh, I kill Tally. Let's start off by talking about what happened with you this week. <laughs> and Savage. why your hand looks like it got mangled by uh, a Rockwaller. Oh, man. So, uh, Whole Foods Market has a program where they were giving team members uh, e-bikes for like 10 bucks, and you can have it for like the whole summer. And I live in uh, the new center area, super close to my job, so I took advantage of that. You know, I've been riding around on my little e-bike, super fun. Them jokers go super fast, 30, 35 miles an hour. Uh, the other day I was leaving out for work, and I'm in the street. Uh, you know, doing doing my customary thirty five, <laughs> and it's a car coming down. So I get onto the sidewalk, and not paying attention and reacting super slow. It was like a gate open on the sidewalk that took up like eighty five percent of the sidewalk, and I'm like, oh, I'm about to get around this and do it at thirty five miles per hour. <laughs> not ever. And that I I clipped, I kind of got around it, but I think I clipped my uh, handlebar, my right handlebar, and went over head first over the uh, handlebars. Hell no! Straight onto my face, straight onto my nose. That was the craziest thing. And it was a lady. Did your body do like a backwards bend? As bro, you like, like fatality type. You like status, a, bro. Like, like a real BMXer. In that, face in that sliding on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible, bro. And there was a lady like <laughs> coming right out of her house when it happened. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you say I'm all right? was, No, bro. I was panicking, bro. <laughs> when I got up, my front tooth was pushed all the way back in my mouth. So I thought it was knocked out, and I had a mouthful of blood. I'm tripping. I'm like, oh, I'm about to be that dude, bro, like with a missing front tooth and a story and a terrible lip. Like, ah, this is all bad. So what what happened with the tooth? I just pushed it back into oh, place. Oh, God. That's called a dentist visit. Oh, man. It was so terrible. Do not eat an apple before you uh, Yo, I'm the, bro, at all. I'm not eating 
much of anything right Good now. Gravy. But yeah, that that was exactly. that was it. I'm not sure. Gravy. Gravy. You do gravy. Drink gravy. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's Gra- disgusting. Pour that now nah, I'll just be smashing smoothies and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know the I don't know the lady's name. She must have been like, you know, early thirties, young white lady. But uh, she took care of me, bro. I appreciate you. I'm, I'm not sure if you would ever hear this. But, yeah, she hooked me up. Got me some peroxide, a towel, some Band-Aids. Man, they say the good people in the world don't exist anymore. Bro, she took care of me. Some Detroit. You sound like Lil Wayne. Did y'all hear about that story? He was like, yeah, when I got shot, all the black police officers ran, and then the white man stopped. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> don't you see this black man laying on the Yeah, no, I don't want to So I don't like know that. white supremacy. I don't yeah, know what that is. No, what I, is that's it? not what I'm saying at all. Oh, okay. I definitely I definitely know white supremacy. Oh, it takes us to the news topic then. So you voted for Trump is what you're trying to say. I, not at all. Well, not at all. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Saying who we voted for? I definitely voted for Joe Biden. Uh, I'm not putting that out because no matter I mean, what I, don't care. I say, somebody's going to be like, oh, you a jackass. I don't care. I don't care. It was more so so I, I could like vote for the local. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. People can come at me for political stuff i've stated in the past i don't like either side i'm at a point in my life right now where i feel you on that i don't care blah 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 blah. but i'm at this stage right now where i'm like so worried about like my mental space and my energy i don't even want to deal with people's shit nowadays mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if it's mm-hmm. not coming correct mm-hmm. or if it's not peaceful or somewhere aligned with my purpose that's kind of what you we know. talked about on our walk yesterday. Yeah. That booze wasn't there for. Oh wow! Guess uh, stroll, who's not shedding tears? Bro yeah. yeah, and that sounds like one of you guys was getting hold out. All right, little bro stroll <laughs> <laughs> down in Midtown. Got him on a little bro stroll. <laughs> bring me, bring uh, me back my money. He meant a little brother stroll, like like a a small, like a light brother stroll. Yeah, he got him on Jerk. a whole stroll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't sound right at all. Pause. <laughs> uh, so, how do you guys feel about the results? Then, if you, uh, I know you guys are saying like, I don't care about Biden. I don't really care. I, I think a lot of us don't want, don't see Biden as the greatest candidate to be in the position. You know what I mean? So, at all, at these vaccination. You but, know, but I will, I would, I will say that I still feel like it's a change in the atmosphere already, energy wise, with yeah. him being the off, with him being the president elect. Yeah. Um, even if that is like, um, you know, a little, um, early to be to to say, but you can just tell by like the news energy, especially especially liberal news. But NPR is like having damn near parade every day. If you go listen to NPR, it's like every day is like, yeah, and the world is great again. <laughs> Flowers are blooming in Montana. <laughs> Fuck Trump. And it's like, oh, God, y'all are really fucking happy this man didn't get in the office. Also, oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I got, I want to bring up something else when we, after we get our show and introduce our guests. Um, if I, I told you I want to talk about it last night. Um, but um, I kind of feel like I had a fucking segue to my guest, too. Shit. <laughs> Shit. I, I don't really think it's a, a, a proper segue. A proper segue? You know what I'm saying? Should I think be... sometimes you have sweet segues, though. Okay, cool. You could do. You can try your best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could try. I, I had something I felt like was like appropriate in a good segue. Um, 
I guess if she don't get off her phone, like she's the uh, most important person in Detroit. She e. might be I'm close just, to it. I'm e. just uh, modeling behind you. I mean, e. modeling behind me. I am not on the phone for Listen, once. If you if you ever listen to our show, booze is like the everything oh. police. Oh, oh, I listen to every show. Every show, fun, the fun police, oh. phone police. I'm I'm the I'm the producer of the show. Whatever you guys want to admit it. He's also the Asian ICE. That's why he sits at the head of the table. Ooh, thank oh, thank you, God. I that. Thank you, God. I is. That. Wow. I love my brother. I give him that all oh, day. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I don't give see him a that power all dynamic in Dave, can I get an ICE yeah. logo or banner right here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and I want, the, I want the end spelled out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the letters. <laughs> the letters for everything else. No. Yes. <laughs> 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 Oh shit! Oh god! I make my own. Uh, <laughs> so I, I did. I remember my segue now. So a couple of weeks ago, I was all bent out of shape because I kept dropping f bombs. And then, um, like our guest today actually had me listen to this lady named Miss Pat, and Miss Pat has the filthiest mouth in fucking North America, and Miss Pat is fucking hilarious. And I said, "Oh my god." I can never be reserved my F-bombs no more. I was tripping. I don't know what in the hell I was thinking. Ms. Pat, she she, deserved, she described abortions in, like the, in the 80s as getting jugged in the back alley by somebody who looks suspect. She said, before abortion was legal, you had to go get jugged in the back alley. The description was like, huh? Yeah. But uh, it's like, all right, if Ms. Pat can use that as a way to describe an abortion, I can say an F-bomb here and there. Thank you for that, Edric. You know how to say my name. Edric. Finally. Edric. First, first time. It's Se- been second time. It's Maybe been a, it's been the topic Damn. of discussion on this show probably every other episode because I got a speech impediment on my back tooth, and it, really, it makes it really hard to <laughs> pronounce it. Never get like, that. Yeah, I like how you placed it on the specific tooth. Yeah, man. I like that. <laughs> the tooth actually juts out the to the thirty-first to the left. <laughs> we gonna have to talk really about well. that one day. My speech impediment, or my us. tooth, right. my tooth. We gonna have to check that out too. You covered oh, yeah. your speech impediment yeah. well. Like, I, I had braces, but the thing was, uh, I didn't wear my retainer. So when the retainer came, I, my my teeth <laughs> reset, <laughs> <laughs> and so I can sometimes mask, but sometimes I can't. Anyway, introducing I guess for the day, her name is Edric. What's my last name? Campbell. Uh, uh, <laughs> bong bong. Local Detroit chef, um, pretty much as active on the scene as hell. Um, makes delicious foods. Um, opening a restaurant with some people in the future. Um, a member of the James Beard Mentor. What's the name of the program? Women's Entrepreneurial Leadership Fellowship. Oh, uh, that was never Yikes. coming out of my mouth. That was never going. <laughs> it's really long for no reason. Flow, <laughs> flow out of my mouth. Um, but. If you don't know what James Beard is, then look it up because that means she's hot shit. Hot shit. And I am, uh, that also puts me back in the place of just being a cook, too. It's like when you're around certain people, it's like when we go like to the dojo, and it's like, oh, yeah, I am really just a student. <laughs> like a white belt. Watching like green belts, like uh, put holes to walls with, with the vision. Hey, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, excellent, excellent friend of mine, excellent person. Um, on some real shit as an adult, you don't make friends like that. You know what I mean? Like your friends come far as you between. And I would say that this is probably the best friend I've made in 2020 easily. 
And if you we are friends in 2020, um, <laughs> <laughs> shit, then. Well, you so, know where you fall in life. <laughs> we survived 2020 as friends. About to it's say, the shit ain't on me if, we ain't, if you ain't my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Edric, uh, what's your last name? Go Day. Go Day. I would have never got that shit. Damn. Asanori Bay. His, his name flows. Asanori Bay. Mine do too. Edric Michelle Go Day. Yeah, that do flow. It's like know. a couple of extra syllables in there. EMG. I mean, it's better than Earl. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Leave that shit where you oh, found it. Dave. <laughs> Booze, will you please download the sound effects? You deserved all kinds of shots fired. <laughs> I have to. I so thought my segue was going to be something else. What do you think it's going to be? Check your phone. Let me see. Better not be. She wrote her own segue. I didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> That is not going to be the segue. Uh-oh. <laughs> the hottest. Oh, most magnificent. So funny. Do you want to start off with that or you want to end with that? Nah, I, that's, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Man. That ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I told you about this massage, right? <laughs> what happened? Oh, God. <laughs> do I want to know about this? See, I I didn't even bring it up. I'll let you bring that up. That Don't put something. You got massage by like a dude named Finn? Uh, <laughs> man, it was worse. Oh God! So um, we rounded out our trip to Columbus. We ate through Columbus, and uh, we get massages, full body massages. I've never had a full body massage. I've never had a massage where it was like, "Are you paying?" And somebody's like, "Yeah, get naked." So like the way it's set up is like in these rooms that don't quite go to the ceiling. It's like a cubicle, right? So it's like ceiling above. Like it's not it, the walls don't go all the way to the top. Me and E are next to each other in different rooms. So I'm like, I'm yelling over to E like, yo, E, you getting butt booty ball naked or what? <laughs> <laughs> and like, because I really don't know. It's like, she's like, just take off what you're comfortable with. So I'm like, all right. In my mind, I'm leaving on my drawers, right? I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's dark. It's moist. <laughs> it's like, uh, what the fuck environment is this? It's so weird. Also, E chose this place too, so. Don't be looking at me. Don't send me no <laughs> shots, no no emails, no texts. Being like, oh, here you go, freaky ass. Uh-uh, I, I chose this. Out. Groupon. Um, we put on Groupon. Yes, but that was after. This is also, see, teachable moment. This is also why, right, oh, as I go. was trying to pre-plan this and say, hey, you know what? I think I feel like getting a massage this weekend. Would you like one, too? So I can go ahead and book it at a reputable place. But since Jermon doesn't like to get back to his text message or phone calls, I couldn't book it, so when he decides, you know what? I think I want a massage. Oh, do we got to go to Groupon? And mm. guess what happens? You get what you pay for. Boom! If Boom. you do not so download, this is a teachable moment. So this was not my fault. This them is damn sound effects. She is popping your scalp today, boy. <laughs> yeah. Why oh, you you yeah. gonna get me in trouble, Q? It's no, cool. no, no, no! Don't this blame is, him. This is our, no, don't this blame is our him. dialogue. This is how we talk with, every uh, day. When you, when you do like that, right. when the black woman do like Boop. that, it's yep. a rap, bro. Yep. Listen. Conversation over. I'm about to be like, he going to revoke rap. all my best friend privileges. So uh, we getting these. <laughs> like you lay down face first with a towel covering your body. And, uh, you know, I'm in my drawers, my skimpies. And uh, the lady comes in. Close the door. <laughs> and uh, she literally pulls my drawers off in one strong stroke <laughs> while I'm laying down. Y'all ever seen when like a fucking like musician pulls that tablecloth off? Bro, my lips off the table. He pulled that table. She pulled, pulled that tablecloth off, and like the the glasses and everything still set. Drawers came off. <laughs> 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 All right, 
And like I'm like, oh shit, this is about to get weird. <laughs> this is about to be, you know, like shit. And like she's like probably 98 pounds, you know, little Asian lady. And she like every other word is relax, relax. <laughs> and she like literally proceeds to beat the shit out of my ass cheeks for like 45 minutes. Like she beats the living shit out of me for 45 minutes. And I told even when we got in the car, I was like, was your masseuse breathing the hardest shit during your fucking like session? My masseuse was like, oh, oh, relax. <laughs> and like, I'll, I'll, it's the first time getting a massage. So I am literally like, I'm just trying to go with the flow of things. And it's like, the amount of contact she had with my fucking junk, it was like, <laughs> this can't be a regular massage. He got that deluxe shit. <laughs> this can't be how massage is supposed to go. Elbows are on my balls while you, while, while you got your knee on my back giving me a massage. And, like, it was, like, cool because it was like, oh, man, this actually feels good. It just seems real fucking invasive. <laughs> and it was no conversation about what was about to happen next or what's going into it. And, like, I asked everybody, I talked to a lot of my friends, they was like, she didn't ask you no questions. This lady didn't ask me shit. <laughs> Fucking chin on my balls. She asked you one question. What she, uh, and your response just uh, yeah, should yeah, not yeah, have yeah. that. They, this is what they asked. Medium or hard? Right? Mm. I already know. Medium. Because you're not finna work me. This fool gonna say it very hard. Uh, so she proceeded to beat your ass. Like, this is why You don't go to the, uh, you don't go to the, the, the Thai spot and when they ask you how spicy, you say really spicy, uh, right? Because you already know. You uh, say medium. Maybe medium yeah. plus. At the max. Did you, I, I had no clue that like she was gonna proceed to fucking like <laughs> eat Honda my ass and like, you know, <laughs> power moves. <laughs> you know, like, uh, like we we take Kempo and it's like you never really get a chance to practice the power on the moves. It was like she's like, ah yes, that's the time. <laughs> Y'all don't be on a uh Mark Wire board? Hmm? Y'all don't get on the board? What you talking about? We in, not? The, in the back of the dojo. It's like a, a big roped up telephone pole to Mark Wire. We call that the motherfucker. Not oh, yet. Oh yeah, yeah. No. You might be able to hit it like four times starting off before your hand feel like it's about to not, not yet. I was not watching a white belt hit that um I was watching one of our people in our group hit it. And she was hitting it like, uh, oh man, she was hitting it so soft. She was hitting it like she was smacking a peach or something. It was like, oh, huh, huh, huh. and I was thinking, man, like that's not developing shit. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's when she felt how it would. You know, first she just hit. assumed mm, how yeah. much it would feel. She not developing bad shit. if she if she went hard at it. Yeah. The instructor said, if you miss on that punch, you are ripping flesh off of your knuckle fist. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, good lord. Uh, and the lady it's coming soon. That Get ready for that. Yeah, that masseuse ripped the flesh masseuse. off your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, who the hell is your instructor, lady? <laughs> Real. Man, I was in the lobby, put my shoes back on, and all I see him come out the room and like fly past me, like, "E, we gotta go." I just got by. I was like, oh, "Wait a minute." Oh. man, talk. That was not the intro that I was expecting, <laughs> but that was phenomenal. <laughs> It that was. was like that was phenomenal. Ah, I told literally hilarious. everybody I knew about this shit too because I thought I told y'all because mm-hmm. I was like I can't believe this shit just happened. Mm-mm. I take back all that shit about Bill Cosby. We got them no, we wasn't. But I also told him before I booked that I was like, this might be a place where they do happy endings. I'm just saying it's on Groupon, like it's a possibility. But like that one was available, so that's what happened. I was like, they doing some illegal shit. Oh, so you guys, you guys never came to the Royal Oak Studio. No. So before 
the pizza joint and us took over the front building because we built out our video studio there and there's a pizza place in the other half. That was a massage parlor. Mm. And we always thought there was some shady shit going on because, number one, if you bring your trash from your business home with you in your trunk at the end of the night every night, I assume you're doing some shady shit. Um, but the capper was when uh, I was sitting there waiting to come down. I was coming down here for one of our networking events. We were doing it at uh, Nancy Whiskey, and I was going to take an Uber because it's Nancy Whiskey, and I needed an Uber. And so uh, I'm sitting there, and I'm not being, oh, Uber's like five minutes away. I'm going to walk out front and grab a smoke quick. So me, I'm looking on my phone as I walk out the front door, and I just all of a sudden I just hear, sir, is this your business? And I turn, and there's a Royal Oak cop, like a, a big old dude standing right at And I was like, yes, sir. And I, like, I kind of scan around. There's like four SUV <laughs> cop cars in the parking lot. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what do you do? Like, well – the sign right here it says podcast detroit we're, we're we're a podcast company that's what we do he's like is that your business up front i'm like no sir he's like you know what they do i'm like it's a massage joint he said how do you know that so our our sign says podcast and we do podcasts and their sign says massage <laughs> and so i just kind of assume they do massage <laughs> that's what I, that's what i'm going with and he goes this lady with you, and I look over, and there are like three of them that have our cleaning lady like hemmed in in her minivan because she was showing up to clean. And I was like, "Yeah, that that's Danielle. That's my that's our cleaning lady." That's and he was like, "All right, ma'am, you can get out." And she looks at me. She's like, "What the hell's going on? I don't know." <laughs> um, so needless to say, they were getting raided, uh, oh and that was the uh, that was the last day we ever saw the massage joint ever again. Wow. Happy endings. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. Happy feelings. I, you know what? I thought that shit was like a fucking like myth. I had no clue that you go to a massage parlor and you're like, yo, drop drop it low or some shit. I don't know what the That's key real. phrase is, but it's some cold word. You know, pineapples. What I, mean? I don't know pineapple. And I told you, I needed I needed a, a, a safe word in that bitch. <laughs> Cause this lady fucking put it to me. She pulled out nunchucks. I was like, that shit has nothing to do with the fucking massage. <laughs> this is called the tenderizer. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, that had nothing to do with the actual intro to my show that I had planned. <laughs> but uh, so it's like that every show. But what? Thanks. So um, one thing I want to talk about. I was uh talking to Rafa last night. And I got like you know chefy buddy here. I got somebody who's doing health and holistic. Somebody who's always on the path to doing better. And like Rafa posted a picture, and I uh I told him I was gonna bring it up today about Master P selling them damn noodles on the cup, right? Mm-hmm. And Rafa, I was like, this shit shouldn't be sold in the store, right? And, like, I hit him up, and I was like, yo, are you saying that because it's Master P, all right? Or are you saying it because it just shouldn't be sold? And he said, that, you know, like, it shouldn't just be sold, but then— He was saying sodium levels was too high. Right. Mm -hmm. But then he says, like, you know, um, and this is us in our dialogue inside the uh, IG. He's like, um, it's like selling crack. Well, no, no, no. Um, I said, I said, the thing is, in my opinion— I said, Master P, reinvest in this community. Negroes is going to eat this mess anyway. And it's not, that's not a justification. Um, Negroes, people in general, let me take that off of us solely. Um, and at the end of the day, man, it's like, to me, he's trying to control the capital, the economy, more so in our community. Um, and I get it. You know what I mean? Like, we already going to spend them dollars. Why not spend it with somebody Who's actually going to reinvest in your community? That's how I see it personally. And Rafa's like, yo, it's like a crack dealer saying, like, it's okay to sell crack if you're black because, you know, like, you're going to put it back in the community. 
I think that was a really strict. I mean, like I should read it, Rafa. I don't want you to. I don't want you to kill me. Let me, let me I, read it. Let me I can't. I can understand where Rafa is coming from. It's a Definitely. fine line. I don't think it's a stretch at all. Yeah, because it's a fine line between supporting someone from your community getting to the bag, but what they're providing the community exactly. is taken away it's from poisoning the community, their community. Then is the <clears throat> the bag greater than the overall? Exactly. And you know it's Master P actually reinvesting in his community because, uh, and you know, I'm from Louisiana, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm a huge Master P fan, Lil Wayne, Juvie, all of them. Like, I, I grew up listening to them. Um, but a lot is starting to come out now that Master P really ain't for the hood mm -hmm. and for the community. Mm -hmm. So is he really? So the thing is, it's all about purpose, right? Is his purpose really to help the community? Like, hey, I'm creating products that's by a black person that'll benefit black people. Or is he just doing it to get to the bag? Mm -hmm. And he's just doing it to get to the bag. If he would have produced a said, you know what? My community eats ramen noodles like is you know because it's 10 cents right so i want to come up with a product that they'll eat but is a little bit more nutritious than what is than what they actually have mm -hmm. all he did was turn it's the same amount of sodium mm -hmm. i mean i looked at it like that had a thousand and maybe 50 milligrams of sodium where like your regular Sheesh. you know the one that you get in the store has 1400 mm -hmm. 1500 so okay so it's diet ramen noodles like it's just you, it's still mm -hmm. literally over your maximum amount of sodium that you should have in one day mm -hmm. so it's not like it's doing anything more if he would have cut that sodium by even more than half made a low sodium ramen noodles where it's still flavorful and now and make it so affordable so that they're buying that product instead of poisoning themselves mm -hmm. then i'd have been like you know what he's mm -hmm. on to something but he just made something to to, to bring him more money. Mm. He took advantage of an opportunity, whether it was ramen noodles, also his rice, right? Because of Uncle mm. Ben's and the controversy mm. with that. Pancake mix because mm. of the controversy behind Ancient Mom and that brand. So all he's doing is just taking advantage of an opportunity. And I'm not saying that as a businessman, I understand that. Mm. But as far as being an advocate and reinvesting in the community, no, that's not what he's doing. So let me, so what's the difference between, and this is what I, I said, what's the difference between somebody selling liquor, all these rappers selling liquor, What's the difference between these uh, shoe endorsements? Nothing. I, I said, and that's what this is my thing is like. I can go down a trail of thing of, of things that are almost the exact same thing to some extent. These overpriced shoes that people kill for, these liquors that people drink every day. Because Rafa was like, people don't drink. People putting out a spirit, and I don't get that. Rafa, yeah, it's your voice. That's my that's my I'm doing impersonation voice. <laughs> but uh, he was saying something along like, you know, people put out spirits. It's not to be consumed every day. Um, so my thing would be like. All right, so there are a number of, of products that we support and endorse. Um, we don't have any control over any economics. Um, I hear you, E. Mm -hmm. I also know people have a tendency to like what they like. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, there is a chance that 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 lower sodium, and I'm not mad about it, because you really can control the sodium in noodles by just adding less noodle stuff to me, uh, packet stuff to the noodles. People don't do that. People don't do it. So therefore, wait, wait, wait! You're trying to tell me you're not. Wait, then why, why do they, why do they put the full packet in there if you're not supposed to use the full, full packet? flavor, baby? That's, that's, you ain't never had ramen noodles. That's full not. Sodium, that's full, not yeah, logical. Yeah. Like if you if you're not supposed to use it, then don't give it to me. Dump it on. All right. like I, me, guess, I guess like, I guess the thing is though is that you have some control in the situation is all I'm trying to say. We all have control of our situation. We always have a choice. And I guess I, and so I, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you on the points that it is an unhealthy product. 
I think it's weird, though, that like we are so on the head of the person who produces it. And then the community has the tendency to overuse and overeat these products. And it's like, that's the issue. The ramen noodles are going to hold on. I'm sorry. The ramen noodles are going to be there irregardless. So I do now. So you got me if he's not about empowering, employing and providing for his community. You can have that all day because that's my stance. It's like if you're going to do something with the bread, you know what I mean? I don't like um, Nino Brown giving back turkeys. Like, that ain't a real, <laughs> that's not really advocating for your community. Mm-hmm. But if you're employing thousands of people, if you're if you're really being a change in industry, um, whether it be entertainment or food and helping us take control over our situation so we can do more, I'm going to say, you know what? I think that it's not as black or white as we want to make it. And we're not in business and we're not controlling that huge, that huge part of the market and trying to figure out how to have an impact. We're looking from the outside in and I'm just giving the, I'm just giving the, the, uh, the other perspective, not necessarily disagreeing a hundred percent. Cause my thing was, and it will be, if you are putting money back into this community and having an impact, let's talk about what you're doing. You know, let's make it a discussion. Let me not, let me not just get at you because you're doing the same thing because at the end of the day, man, we're spending that money regardless, and it's going out of my community. If it's coming back in, we can bring it back in somehow and have impact. I'm not going to sit there and beat you up too much because there's so many other factors that are going on. Now, if you're just taking money from us, you know what I mean, and robbing us like everybody else, you are worse than mm-hmm. <laughs> the ramen noodles. And I think that's, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, I apologize, but I think that is what Raphael's point is. It is robbing the community. And also, let's also back all the way up, right? So Raphael is doing things to empower his community and to change, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he is all about, of course, neighborhood grocery. Mm-hmm. His whole brand is about bringing that, making sure that we are, like they said, make the hood healthy again, right? Mm-hmm. So he that whole neighborhood grocery, the idea of it is to be able to empower our, empower our community and bring healthy, nutritious, affordable options into the community. Mm-hmm. So if anybody can speak to that and be like, this is some bullshit, it's him. Right. Because he is actually doing he's not just talking about it. He's mm. not just like, man, that's some bullshit. And then be like, well, I don't, I don't know how we're going to fix that, but I don't like that. No, he's like, no, that's some bullshit. Mm. And like, but I'm, what I'm trying to do is do better than that, mm. um, because I think it is still robbing our community. Like just because he master P and he a black man, that don't that don't mean that he is doing it any doing us a service by creating products like that because I don't see it coming back into my communities and quite frankly when I lived in Louisiana I ain't see it going back there either but my whole thing was it's like we take we, we quick to aim at each other you know what I mean rightfully so sometimes and then sometimes not but again it's like we pick and choose sometimes for real for real we're gonna choose it Jay got Ace of Spades um, Ciroc and then, you know Raphael was like people shouldn't drink that every day <laughs> I know people who drink Hennessy before they get up and go to work you know what I mean so True. it's like it's like the thing, and I guess that goes back to my point, though, was like, how much are we holding these individual celebrities to a, a standard and then our community isn't kind of held to a standard? And I get it. They got influence. They got they they use their influence. He put rappers on the front of his snacks. That's a really trendy thing, popular thing to do. But I, I, I guess that at the end of the day, it's like. Um, I, I still, to some extent, and I'm not justifying P's action. I am saying I see some the, from the business side of things. And again, only if you're putting that money back in, you know what I mean? Um, what, what the approach would be and why the approach would be that. But, um, if you're robbing us, P, 
God, please don't be robbing us, Pete. Uh. <laughs> he robbed the fuck out of us, okay? The nine, the nine. Don't the be robbing us. Do you think that we should make it a habit of having that type of conversation behind closed doors? Do you think that would change the game? I think, I think, man, like, I think what we're doing right now is great because you think, you, do you think this is behind closed doors? You think this is? No, no, no. This is, I mean, it's a podcast making, you know, more people aware. But I meant like somebody like, you know, businessman to businessman, somebody who has a problem with somebody else, like, you know, reach out to them. Be- and then if they don't respond or allow that platform for the discussion to be had, then you could take a public. But I mean, habits like that. Do you think that would be healthier? Or well, this is where this is where like I'm gonna really lose this because I've seen Pete already defend this argument <laughs> poorly before. I did a better job now than Pete did himself when he was trying to defend this shit. <laughs> so you would defend somebody that can't def- that ain't that had a platform to defend himself and did it very poorly. Well, I don't think Pete is like the most eloquent spoken man. I think sometimes he's got some uplifting words. How long words. has been a but how long has he been a businessman to be able to improve on being able to defend his own actions? Let's let's so, like, hold on, hold on, now. so hold on, hold on. So we just watched Ice Cube melt in front of the uh, the world, right? Ice Cube has been in business for a millennia. Just because they're successful doesn't necessarily mean that they know how to articulate and, and explain themselves thoroughly enough to get their point across. They know business. And I've learned one thing about business. Business don't always mean you're the best spoken person in the room. Well, I believe it. It means your actions is getting through to whatever needs to happen. And I'm not saying that that is, again, a justification as much as I real, I was when I was watching, I was like, Pete don't necessarily know how to say what he's trying to say. You know what I mean? Bec- and guess what? That's because it's not authentic. It's not genuine. Mm. It's not who he's trying to defend a point that isn't really a part of why he's doing it in the first place. Let me ask you this. So did you think Ice Cube was authentic? Because I watched him get torched and I thought he was authentic as hell. I ain't even see it. So I don't I don't necessarily agree with that viewpoint just because I watched Cube get flizzamed by Roland Martin and a thousand black ladies who are very eloquent and articulate and knowledgeable on something in a way that he wasn't. He was passionate. And I think I say this I say this a couple of times. Passion ain't always the key. You know what I mean? And again, I think like you were saying this we make this a um behind the door conversation. Protocol yes. wise, like initially. And if that doesn't work, then you know, full flame on, do your thing. And I would say too, like people, like she said, like Rafa, if I, I feel like if I I'm glad we have people like that in our community because people like Rafa do have the right to um, raise a flag. You know what I mean? Like he had, had it not been for a Rafa, this shit would be dead. Mm-hmm. Crickets <clears throat> right now. Unless, mm-hmm. and I also want to bring this up. And that's not true, not, but I hear you. Rafa didn't just bring that up as like, oh my God, this black man got this product out that's poisoning our community. Rafa did not grow up on ramen noodles, so he had no idea. He had never looked at a, a bag of, a, a back of a, you know, regular ramen noodle, you know, pack that sells for 10 cents at the store or the Master P brand. He just would happen to go to somewhere and see the Master P brand. It was like, oh, let me let me check this out. Right. I've been hearing about this. And that's when he turned around. So it was just it just so happened that that's he saw that and then saw the brand. But like, he how, do you know this? how do you know? Because because I one I, I saw the feed from where he put it on social media. I follow him. And then like I was texting him like. What's going? You know what I'm saying? Like asking him questions about it, but I feel set up now. I feel like they didn't have this whole dialogue <laughs> planned out. I think, and here goes Tactic B. I think for you, the caveat has to be that P is putting back into the community. Because if not, then it's all for nothing. It's, 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 it's all a succubus on that tip. Right. But it's just so. I guess the thing is, is like it's so many products. It's okay. so many products that we put out that but are. Hold on. I wanted to address that too. I wanted to address that too. Ramen noodles are way more accessible and way more common in low poverty areas than Ace of Spades, bro. Like, it's not too many people. What about Ciroc, then? 
than Ciroc. And it's ramen noodles cost 50 cent. Right. And it's the difference between like what you need every day, like yeah. food and groceries and luxury. Like mm-hmm. alcohol really People is build a luxury, their lives right? Like, but, but the thing is, I think y'all, are, I think there's a, a lack of touch of reality here. You know, people who will eat the ramen noodles to buy the liquor. You know this. So it's like we're trying to like trying to say like, you know what? These are two extremely different categories. I know people who drink every damn day. But listen. And they, and they will go out to. Go, so I'm sorry. What's the demographic of people eating ramen noodles versus people who drink alcohol? You you're talking that. little kids. Now you, exactly. You, you're you talking seven-year-olds who know how to make ramen but, noodles But I guess, I guess the thing yeah. is, is like y'all are, y'all are finding the differences when it's very similar. I will say that if we were to do categories of like difference and similar similarities, you know what I mean? I feel like it might be very equal. It might be close to equal. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying as far as like the things that like there are differences as far as who that gimmick graph goes to and all these other different things, but very similar concepts, famous rappers, right? Um, who are endorsing products that are not healthy for the community whatsoever. You can't, you can't just, I mean, like I hear you. Vodka has no health uh, benefits. None. You know, it has none. So whether you're killing the baby or a 40 year old man, it has no health benefits. And like, and plenty of health hazards. And plenty of health hazards. And um, I, I, I guess, like, I'm not saying it's got to be all or none as much as I guess, like, this is a great conversation to continue, period. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it is worthy of our time. And, um, again, man, like, I'm open to um, changing my perspective. I'm not justifying P. And, again, it's like, I, I've said a thousand times already, like, if it's really just robbing the hood, then you got to go, bro. And I get it from Rafi's perspective too, you know. Like when I and when I tell people, you got to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, man, like I've I've cooked a lot. You don't get people when you do less sodium. Sometimes you're gonna have a small crowd, you know. Um, and come eat my leaves and bread well, sandwich. But I think that all really so brings right. it back to as well. I mean, the thing is, don't let that make it right. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I understand what you're saying about you know how how do you grab your audience and you know if if there's a an opportunity to make a change how do we do that someone like master p does have a platform to create change right so not to say that but i just don't think that that was important to him and that wasn't a part of the brand like that was not a part of why he created those products in the first place and that's fine like if that's if that's what you so choose um but then don't come on trying to defend yourself like it was mm. that's that was not a part of who he is and i mean i'll just bring it back to even me personally right I'm opening up a Creole restaurant, right? Creole food isn't like the most healthy, right? We add a lot of butter in this shit. We make it stuff with a roux. You know, it's stewed down. It has a lot of meat in it. So will I make sure that I can, my product can attract a different audiences, right? So there might be product items on my menu that are vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free. But if you think I'm about to move, my whole menu is about to be like, make sure everything is vegan, everything's vegetarian. I got gluten-free breads. No, because it still has to be on brand. Right. And I'm not but I'm not also putting myself out like this is a healthy or, you know, I'm saying this is a a health inspired. No, like, is it for the community and and, and our items going to be affordable? And I'm going to make sure that like members of our community um, can it's accessible. Mm. Right. But if I'm going to change, I'm not going to change my whole brand just so that I can say, you know, all of these different things. um, that's that's just not that's not a part of the brand, and I, so I think masterpiece the same way. Like he ain't trying to do all that. And I think you're saying what I I think we're kind of speaking something similar. Where I say the community has to hold themselves responsible for their actions, what they put in their body. 
Like, well, that's the part I feel like we keep, we're not really, we're not really uh, addressing. And I get it, Master P's famous. And it's like, shit, it's easier to go at P, right? And say, P, you got to do different, bro. Than it is to say, community, we got to change because take his ramen noodles out and they still eating the same shit. They are. But I, let me, so let me take this back to um, something like Detroit Vegan Soul, right? I think we had this conversation before. So if you look at, you know, hey, um, trying to influence, um, particularly those in our community to just change up their diet, right? Because Detroit Vegan Soul um, was kind of born from one of the owners. I want to say her father passed away from a diet-related disease. Mm. And so she, after that, she was like, this cycle has to stop somewhere and somehow. But our communities are used to eating things that is going to cause high cholesterol, diabetes, heart disease, and things like that. And so that's really where Detroit Vegan Soul was born from in the in the idea of if I can introduce them to something that's still familiar, mm-hmm. but it's vegan-based, mm-hmm. right, then I can at least start to change people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and But then, you know, as you get further into the movement, right, you look at it and you go, it's a lot of fried shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff with a lot of processed mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's at least opening people's minds up to that vegan lifestyle that it can be familiar mm-hmm. so at least that's where they you know they started it for that reason and i think maybe Raphael's point or or how i see it is that if that was the if that's what he wanted and, and it was about empowering the community then there was ways that he could do that and introduce it in a way that was familiar right but still at least introducing them to something healthier and i i understand what you're saying about holding the community accountable you're absolutely right but we also know that there's so many barriers to that and i'm not trying to make excuses i'm just saying that we all we're all a part of this we all know this that there are so many barriers that let's start to try to break down some of those barriers in that you know what i'm saying to help the community understand why mm-hmm. um and then also provide them access um and then we can start to really make change mm-hmm. And I, I I agree with all of that. I think it's just like you said before, too. Like, Vegan Soul came with that as their concept. He said, I want to put a couple of noodles out, baby. Make it taste like gumbo. Yep, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> Wody. And, uh, <laughs> and, like, uh, I think uh, I don't know Master P well enough to know his thoughts. I've never heard him speak on culinary and the impact of food and nutrition inside the community. So it's hard for me to say, you know what? Pete knew better when he was making this shit. Right. You know what I mean? And Pete, blah, blah, blah. Because I think that's the thing is like, now, now that Pete does know better, hopefully he responds. Hopefully his, uh, his, uh, does his, he know better though? His, does he care? Well, his manager, somebody was flaming his ass because he said something on Instagram. Somebody was like, same amount of, same amount of sodium as this cup over here. What would he, what she got a problem with that for? You know, I don't got no more, uh, Louisiana <laughs> Slam. <laughs> Off the top of my lip, limited to two words. Yeah, uh, give me some of that uh, Louisiana slang, huh? Nah, give me some of that Creole. Oh, yeah, okay, nah, all right. <laughs> you don't like mine because you know I call everybody honey and sweet again. Oh, because that's yeah. sexist. We can't it say not. can't say female no more. Honey, sweetie, it's all at the door. So, basically, what I'm hearing, you know, the. Uh, the grand total of things, the summarization of what you guys are saying is that we need to go back and reevaluate as a people, as a collective. We need to go readjust our value system. And that way, like all of these, you know, external problems might get soft or nipped in the bud. Because mm-hmm. originally when the conversation started, 
it sounded like let's not use that band-aid let's use this band-aid because it's like it's still a band-aid bro let's talk about why we didn't cut in the first place exactly you know Mm. what i'm saying that's the thing people want to put band-aids over instead of getting to the root of the problem right if i broke my leg and you put a bandage well how you know what i'm saying like what happened why you know Mm -hmm. and let's get to the root of it instead of just trying to throw a band-aid over and you know with that being said though i mean we got to go all the way back and so we got to look at and we talked you guys have talked about this on the podcast before about systemic you know Mm -hmm. institutional all of those things as to why we are now at the point where our families are eating 10 cent ramen noodles every day all day how do we get there mm-hmm. um can i say but can i say too this is why i think i have an issue with us attack like i said this earlier why i have us an issue with us attacking p because it ain't p it's bigger than p p is p is merely it's bigger than p but he has to take some responsibility in this too that's right? fine that's fine that's he fine should. that's fine as well as the person buying the ramen fact so the thing is i think it's a it's a collect like he said it's community it's a collective mm-hmm. uh thought process that needs to take place because pinning or trying to put this on any individual especially us because it ain't it ain't even our fault it ain't even p fault that he was constructed the way he was think about his story and who what mm-hmm. you know about p mm-hmm. you know like he not he he is literally operating from the space that he knows to, that he exists and was created from, and it ain't that ain't that ain't on him. That's on the society that we live in, mm-hmm. and like kind of like you said, we got to go to the source. We got to go to the root. And I think maybe I, I I've been feeling like this a lot recently, um, where I feel like we sometimes really hold ourselves to an unrealistic standard, and society already holds us to an unrealistic standard. And and I get it, like, there should be accountability, right? But there should also be some type of understanding when in that space of trying to get you to trying to sway a person to change how they their actions or what they are doing. Like, it has to be a level of understanding. I used this analogy the other day with somebody. I was talking about people who go to prison, right? And I was talking about felons. And I said, man, a felon got a black mark on their life for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? It ain't no... You do do the wrong crime. It don't matter how much time you do, right? You could do all your time and come out reformed. And I say this, depending on the crime, and if you ain't coming out apologizing and begging for for mercy, then I get you can be hated. You need to be hated for the rest of your life, depending on what you do and depending on what happens. Um, that goes for Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby don't come out apologizing and don't come out of you know on some on some humble shit. I ain't gonna lie, Bill. You can you can you can kick rocks because at the end of the day, man, you got to show that you. Or regret your actions. Same with P. We keep going down this line and P putting out uh, sweet potato pies with more sugar than any sweet potato pie on the line or some shit like that. Or we start his own line of fried chicken and his GMO chicken to the size of horses and some shit. At some point, it's like, all right, P, I was trying to defend <laughs> you, but you really trying to milk this shit. You know what I mean? But I, I but I was my point was is that um, for us, man, I think we gotta we gotta forgive each other more a little bit more and also try to help us. Uh, Go down the path of learning and growing and developing, man. And that goes for P to the to the consumer. And I feel like that's what all of our tensions are. You know what I mean? Rafa for sure. You, Akil, busted lip, um, busted ass lip, mother. Hey I man. I think you got it. Beautiful. Thank you. Ooh, I, yo, shut up, booze. <laughs> I think that um, people. At that level, with that type of platform, definitely are in a position to be criticized. However, it's also, if we have an eye to see, it's also a blessing in disguise. Because had that situation not come up, that situation or topic or mm. or issue mm. might not have even got addressed. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? So mm. let us have our let us humble ourselves and just be present and grateful holistically. You know what right. I'm saying? Keep in mind that's a person just like us, sentient being right. like Booz was saying. He's a reflection and a byproduct of, of what he learning. learned. Absolutely. And you know, his circumstances, et cetera, et cetera. And and I absolutely and I agree with that. I think there's also as far as talking about accountability, right? And not holding ourselves to unfair standards. Being like being able to grow, right? If you really want to grow and be better, then you're gonna have to be able to open yourself up to some type of criticism, right? <coughs> and I think you're right. I think that is what we're all trying to do. We're not. We don't ever, I think, approach anyone or any situation in our business and be like, "This shit terrible." You know what I'm saying? You need to work on this. It's almost like we build these relationships to say, "Hey, have you thought about doing it this way? Have you thought about maybe trying it this way?" And what I what I saw as far as the conversation at Raphael, you know, I saw he posted it and then I was kind of reading some of the comments and, and his comments behind it. His responses to that was really about opening up that conversation. And, and maybe this will now make people look at it and go, man, I, maybe I could have made that product with a little bit less sodium, you know, and maybe hopefully maybe that does get his wheels turning so that he can grow and be better and go. OK, that was the first iteration. But I understand now. I think you clean. So I think you're cleaning up. Rafa made a very black or white statement. And he said, this shouldn't be sold anywhere. That was the that was the comment. I'm not mad at him. My thing was, let's make it open for real. And I'm not mad at Rafa because like this his post brought this on. It's an excellent topic to talk Absolutely. about. I pre and I Rafa, you I ain't got I'm about to say some shit I ain't got to say. Right. But no, I wanted to say that uh um I'm just I'm just not for the black and white statements. Shades of grave what I say, life consistent, man, unfortunately. And that's like when you make that black or white statement, it got to be something that's real. Def- it's got to be definite. You know, and there are very few things in this world that are just that. You know what I mean? There is a we, what do we call this shit in, in uh, class? Um, there's truth and then there's personal truth. Mm-hmm. Personal truth means that's your opinion for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's perception. There's reality. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is a lot of personal truth in this in this conversation. And I, I guess that's where like. Learning to dial back your personal truth to find what the truth is or get closer to the truth. But I will. This is where I very much concede in saying that, like, this is where, like, people like P need to humble themselves. You know what I mean? Like, when it's brought to you by your community and you and you you saying they saying you poisoning us. All right, big dog. Take them. Take that grill out and speak clearly and uh, let us know what you going how you going to respond to this, because. At this point, you do have the room to respond, to maneuver mm-hmm. in order to put yourself in a better space, a community in a better space, if that's really what you're about. Right. Even if you ain't giving the money back, now that you know what is going to be your response, I hope you're giving that money back. I hope you're really employing people. Because the thing is, though, and I, I, P, you know, the more I think about this, man, it's like, damn, I want to P got hit us in, in Detroit. But uh, the more I think about this, <laughs> I know for no, a fact. He's definitely not going to hear this podcast. Hey, 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 not yet. We coming for you. All right, when you put your phone, a wody. Um, Stop with the <laughs> wodies. Um, but I just want to say, uh, brain fart. But I know because uh, I had an associate who was actually starting a ramen line last year, mm-hmm. a friend, family member, and like I know what Pete did is like, and you can you can hit up China and be like, yo, put my label on this cup. Mm-hmm. And put these ingredients in the cup. Absolutely. And they like, they start kicking it out. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's wrap snacks to to his soups. I mean, his uh, his ramen noodles. So, um, all of to say, like, I know for sure that he probably was not really, I, in my mind at least, I'm I'm convinced that he wasn't thinking about the health benefits of it. You know, Absolutely good or bad, not. when he was going into it. And um, 
I think that's also like a part of like um part of like the complexity of being black too is like you got these additional loopholes to to the that you have to kind of jump through as opposed to you know somebody who might look like Dave who might not have some of the same obstacles and barriers in front of them. No, it wasn't this. It was just saying that you're white. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for clarifying that, right. bro. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dave looked at me like, "What? My name came up." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did, honestly, I didn't know if you were referencing. Uh, I don't know if you caught SNL. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I did. Dude, his opening I th- he was 16 minutes, and one of the most profound things that he said during that is, "I can't even say something that's true." Unless I follow it with a punchline. Yeah. Mm. Held to a different standard. And um, also, the greatest thing about that show was the amount of N-bombs he dropped on it. That mm. it was like, it. I was, I I was waiting for the Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben skit reference. Because oh, uh, that was that, that was, was genius nice in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it. that has some hilarious skits on it. That did. Yeah. Um, the news piece on that one was great, too. But uh, oh, Michael Shea was drunk. Let's let's <laughs> let's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just to say that we held, we held to a different standard, and um, that it is what it is, though, man. It's like I said the best last week or the week before last. It's pressure, and pressure creates diamonds and brings the mm-hmm. best out of you. So maybe we're going through all these things to be our best collectively as a people. Because if not, it just breeds mediocrity. Mm. Like, and and I'm, I don't want to. Ooh. Sit in mediocrity. Speaking so, of, if we had more time, we would speak to mediocrity a little bit more because we definitely had a conversation. We're gonna have to up. have E back on. This bro. A, this a part one for sure. She she too dynamic and she's only giving little inklings. Of yeah, her we ain't even writer. because of this okay. conversation going where it went. We didn't even dive into Not how to, impactful. She well, you know, you Mark had twenty five minutes about a massage story, so there was that. There was but that, impact. That, that was, was impact. That was so necessary, Dave. Yeah, I'm sorry, awesome. Two things before we wrap it up. One, for the listener, when we say uh, truth and, and personal truth, just an analogy would be if you have a sphere or a ball or something, right, at the dead center, that core, that's the truth. And then some point on the surface, that would be, you know, someone's personal perspective. And that's like the way they see the rest of the situation. And I want to use that as a segue going back to um, Rafa. He's he's saying his personal truth. Yeah. But that black and white, the reason why it's so like solidified on one side Mm. right there is because the situation that we're in. I hear the mediocrity part, but I don't think people understand like what condition we're in right now. If we keep eating like we're eating. If we keep on popping out ignorant people, if we keep on, like, you know, draining ourselves and all this foolishness that has nothing to do with our purpose on Earth and our spiritual well-being, we're like at that tipping point where we could become out of here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we might be the most original people and all of that. But the way the world is moving, you got a lot of groups of people and races that are really like making progress you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying moving up to different levels while we're not only stagnant declining mm-hmm. on a regular basis so if we don't get it together i think rafa's coming from that state of mind like this look this don't need to be in the store this need this get this up out of here because if we continue on that path we'll become borderline extinct yeah right. you know what i'm and, saying and yeah. he not only saying like this don't need to be in the store but the store that i in the grocery store that i am building it will not be in here yeah. facts mm-hmm. right yeah yeah, I just, you know, like I said, man, I just wanted to bring it up for the conversation. I felt like it was Thank a good you. topic. Yes. And uh, I feel like I appreciate Rafa. To you. 
Uh, and all praises to Rafa for even putting this in his IG feed and to be his conscious to always be thinking about things like this, um, no matter what's going on. This is a part of who he is as a person. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, so that's this is a part of why he's such a blessing to his community that he's now involved in. Big facts. Um, because he's bringing his mindset where he's here to change the, the structure. The, mm-hmm. He's here to address the systemic issues, not just the uh, surface issues. And I think, and and I, I don't want to speak for Rafa, but I think we all know him well enough. I, I feel like I know him well enough to know that if he made a very black and white statement like that, it was for a reason. Mm-hmm. It was to bring out the people that would have those arguments so that then he could hopefully have a conversation to get them to thinking differently about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sometimes we got to do that, right? Right. Yeah. And I, I, but again, man, I think, like we said before, it's all about everybody listening and kind of moving forward as a collective, man, because we can't, nobody can do it individually. Nobody can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we all need to be on the same page. And these conversations got to be had. Master P, I swear if you hear this, you know, hit me up. I give my cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the next, uh, what's the name of this phone movie? Not, uh, what's the name of it? I got the hookup. Right. I got the hookup. Hook we talk about I got the hookup three in Detroit. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, Lord. we gonna be selling what we selling phones in the last one, so making but, movies in the last one. You know, one. as much as oof, now we gonna to talk. say this, but as much as he is a businessman too, I mean, some of the some of the stuff he's put out, we can see how much his mindset breeds mediocrity. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Download the app. I don't think it's any. I see right on that though. Like that's buck, buck, buck. that's no. That's 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 accurate. Like no, that's that's a hundred. Like you can be successful being mediocre, yeah. obviously. Right? Yeah, that's 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 a that's one. That's a conversation that we we should definitely talk about because black community like the bar sometimes is set kind of low for what we you know like sometimes it's like we just on the screen and then we going crazy. You know what I mean? It's like oh shit. Um, you know, we going ham because you know we got uh we got we on TV. Period. You know what I mean? No matter how good or terrible it is, um, pretty much most Detroit movies, um, <laughs> it's just more like it's not really great. It's just like oh, they at the corner store around the street from me. Don't say no names. I'm not saying no streets, <laughs> boy, because they're they are here. Exactly, they are, <laughs> they are definitely here. Um, KDZ, you are an excellent actor. <laughs> Some savages, Kill, that was mm-hmm. a great, great line, bro. I didn't. I didn't say nothing. Damn, y'all gonna let me get uh, okay? I didn't say nothing. No, we're ending this episode. We're ending this episode officially. God there's damn. A, but, but here's the thing, too. There's also witness. a difference between growth, right? Like, you start off small to become to get to that next level mm. and then to get to the next level. But when someone like P, right, is at the level that he is, the mm-hmm. produ- you know what I'm saying? Like, what he produces should be at a higher quality mm-hmm. and still shouldn't be looking like these people that are still trying to come up. It's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so many people told him that, oh, you hot, this is dope, everything else, that, like, he didn't, there was no mm-hmm. concern about getting better because he's seeing all the money that he's making and everything that he's getting with the product that he's producing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot of times people in that position surrounded by yes men. So mm-hmm. yeah, do it again. Oh, that's work. That worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but let's mediocrity is a part of the American um, landscape, though. So let's not just put on our community because we just had a president who for four years fucked everything up, and you know, like it's funny. Like now he's leaving, telling out he didn't win the election. I was just like, that's that's a part of our culture as a whole. I guess that's what I'm trying to say too. I think with us though, man, I think like we. I don't know. I don't know where I was going to go with that. But I will say that I just feel like that's just a part of the American landscape. That is true. I mean, Terrible they education. Said, they said literally all you need is the confidence of a mediocre white man. And, and um, the, and it, we have a mediocre democracy. You know what I mean? I, 
I won't even go deep into it. When I was listening to NPR and I was listening to the different democracies that exist throughout the world, and like we have the most unevanced, unevolved democracy for a major country in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like there are levels to this to like governments and democracy mm-hmm. and what we call a democracy. Mm-hmm. And like even Ireland has a more developed and advanced democracy than we do. You know what I mean? More more transparent and mm-hmm. efficient. Um but also, you know, this country is kind of the place too where it's like they like for us to be where we're at. <laughs> you know, like don't think too much. Don't overthink it. Bro, spend your money. So the cha- here's the challenge with that because I've gotten in this conversation a lot about like it it still stuns me that we have federal elections but states can have their own rules about how those elections happen. Mm. And the sad reality, I mean, the reality to keep in mind is when you talk about an Ireland, you talk about, you know, damn near anywhere in Europe, those, a typical state is bigger than those countries. Oh, no, our, our guest just walked up. Ah, yep. Oh, you you got anything else to say, Dave? No, I'm listening. Listen, listen, yeah. I'm listening to you. I'm listening. I'm sorry. We, we need to photo op real quick. Oh, gotcha. So tip- yeah, no. So that's I mean that's that's a thing. I mean, and so you know, it's it's hard when you look at you know, oh, you know, Sweden does it this oh, way. I see what Great, you're I see what you're dude. Sweden's yeah. the size of Rhode Island. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, In, uh, size of the country definitely complicated to, but is it being addressed? Is it trying? Are we no? Are we no? No, it's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I guess like that would be a conversation if we were even attempting. And um, I actually I had this conversation with my moms, all people, recently, and um, I was like, "Is this more of like we have to evolve as a country at some point, man? Like we can't continuously operate the same way we've been operating on a governmental level and expect for things to change systemically either. You know, like it's a lot of things that we don't touch. And I guess just to swing back to the election, the one thing I told myself I'm gonna do after this election is try to be a little bit more engaged. I'm not gonna. Like I told my mom, I said it's almost impossible for a person who's busy, who have their own life, their own place in society to be a politician or be politically savvy, 100% politically savvy. But to be as disengaged as I was also is unexcusable, too. Like, I can hold myself to that. But um, continue a conversation with that, too, because that's a whole other rabbit hole we about to try to jump into. Uh, go, I, for it. go for it. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. You're right. You know, we all have we all live lives. Right. Um. But I also think that for those of us who, one, like, don't have families, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't have kids to make sure, like, they're, you know, we get them ready for school in the morning. You know, there's that whole thing. And and who, as much as we fill our lives with things, right? Like, you got a lot going on. I have a lot going on. I think there's still an opportunity and also a responsibility for for us to carry some of that weight for those that can't instead of making excuses that we don't have time because we filled our lives with mm-hmm. whether that's all these different jobs mm-hmm. or organizations that we're part of like you have a platform mm-hmm. right so you talk about being engaged in the, in, in you know and as far as like in politics you literally have a podcast you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying that you can help to influence right or like get other people to engage so there's ways that we can do it where we sit, right? And that's more so I think what I what I what I try to do or attempted to more than anything is that things that are important to me and I believe them, I figure out how do I do that in the in the places that I sit and where I have a platform, right? So there may be ways where I'm trying to help people become them best selves, but it's all centered in food, right? I use food as that vehicle to help someone be, become their best selves. Maybe that doesn't always look like um, I'm pushing someone to make the healthiest options, but I am hopefully pushing them by building relationships and having conversations about making, like helping them to be them, their best selves in other ways. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we can all do that. I like that. People need to duplicate that for sure. 
Facts. Yeah. Duplicate yourself. I'm trying. Man, this next person by. said a T word. That was the fastest show of all time. Who gonna say try again next? Who said try? You did. Uh-oh. You said I'm gonna try to you be did. more involved. <coughs> yeah. in I at least said attempt. Get him, instructor Vaughn. <laughs> I was gonna ask you with instructor. They <laughs> <laughs> got the hardest blows. Uh, Negro shows up with like a poof <laughs> behind me. <laughs> try. <laughs> Hair cloak. Little nigga. All right. All right, guys. I think we're gonna wrap this up. Y'all are some kings, man. Oh, thank you, E. Thank you for coming Y'all aboard. Blessing that. us with this divine feminine energy. Yes. Yeah, this world full of. I gotta say it. We we're we're highlighting divine feminine energy for a while now, oh, right? Yes. But mm-hmm. we would like to also differentiate between what you bring to the table and what you representing, and then those other sisters that we love dearly who have not tapped into that, who's still on that ratchet, complino, you know, dab, 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 all that, mm-hmm. like that, the the energy right. that needs to get transformed There's and refined. More That's all, it's just yeah. more growth. Mm-hmm. But thank you for showing us in the world what, you know, what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just want to say it like that. I appreciate sure. you. And, and what I love about y'all too, and I think particularly this episode, it felt like y'all did T-W-O, more than anything. like was me and Boos. T-W-O. Or T-O-O, like everybody. Oh, sorry. Two T T O. I was like, "What? Okay, right. um, bro, stop doing that." To is me. that? <laughs> um, is that like? So sincere. Um, you all are very not only authentic but intentional in the words that you use, um, and how you like provide those words of affirmation. And I really, really appreciate that about y'all. Definitely, we're just a reflection of fly people like you. Man, I'm a reflection of y'all. Mm. I love this. Energy. All this love, yeah. Our guests do bring it. It is the guest, though. It, like the guest That's brings up the, the the energy. When the show go by in like five seconds, it's the guests, and and we've had a lot of great guests. So no one's better than the other, but the guests were the ones who definitely make the show live. You know what I mean? Well, you know, like I listen to every episode. I'm literally like, and I've told Jermaine this before, is that you know y'all put out two episodes at a time. So whenever they, when I'm like, I be checking. I'm like, when they oh he said Friday, <laughs> <laughs> but then That's I end why. up because I've been like. Waiting for it for two weeks, I listen to them back to back and then be like, "Damn, now I gotta wait a whole week." Like I just be like, "When can you stop and be like, all right, just one episode? Let me save this for the next week." And I swear, I just be like, "Did they film this week? Is it like a crackhead? Like, can y'all just do an episode?" Because this is literally one of my my favorite podcasts that I faithfully listen to as soon as the episodes drop. Now I have it on Spotify to where I get notified when the new episodes drop, so I don't have to keep checking my phone. Damn. Um. I need to this figure that one, out. And Mrs. Pat, that's the only two that I'm like faithfully. It's like as soon as the episode drop, I'm like I'm listening. But I also realize I also can't listen to it while I'm working out because like whole workout will stop in my mind. Like I'll be thinking about something. I'll be like, man, super engaged in, the, in whatever it is. So I have to literally just be sitting there and like fully, fully taking it all in. That's humbling. I yeah. appreciate y'all for that. I feel wow. good about myself right now. You always, always. feel good about yourself. About Shut up. You wake yeah. up glowing. Get out of here, bro. Anyways. You levitate, you levitate out, out of bed. I was about yeah. to say the so same that thing. Anyway. <laughs> I said, put your feet on the ground. Yes. Like, yes. The last dragon. Actually, this is. <laughs> literally, bro. This is light skin literally. shit. Because it's made out of melanin. And melanin hey. absorbs the sunlight and Absolutely. transforms it into stuff like, you know, vitamin D and shit right. like that. So, and we, you know. And y'all want to wrap it up? And I was going to say, I didn't intentionally say the word try before. So, that was like a brain fart. But you guys want to wrap it up with any quick appreciations? Uh, I want to appreciate since he was a topic of the show, Rafa, yeah. and mm. and people of his ilk that are consciously focusing on 
giving back to our community consciously, intentionally putting energy into something. And because he's been diligent and dedicated to what he's doing, I said, quit looking at me goofy. He is bearing the fruit and he's seeing all of these fly things come to him. And I, I can't, every time I see him, I tell him like, you the flyest cat I've ever met, bro. Cause you're doing mm. what people thought was the impossible. Mm. Yeah. You know Facts. what I'm saying? So I, I got major, major love and support for Rafa. Facts. Yeah. yeah. All facts and printer. My appreciation is going to Barbara Malik Yakini because yeah. earlier I said um, if Rafa wasn't doing what he was doing, stuff would be dead around here. Yeah, and Abu said something, you know, like that's not true. I feel what you were saying, but my point in that situation was Baba Malik is an elder, and it's not, you know, that's that kind of responsibility has to get handed off. Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I meant Let's by that empty. That. I don't mm-hmm. see nobody filling that void on that level. Taking a baton, you know what I'm saying? Taking a torch on to and the next level. And taking that pressure off of our elders. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Baba Malik yeah. for holding it down and setting the tone, you know, and the foundation and, and creating that which is antecedent to what, you know, we're experiencing now with Rafa. So, yeah, shout out to you. I had, a, I had another counter for that, but I'll let that be. I'll let that rest for another show. Sure, come on. I, just, I think that people in the community, I think Rafa is the, the most prominent you know the most I mean? visible. The most visible. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he understands how to use the platforms available to him the best. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to be. And I know what it is. And I mm-hmm. think he's one of the most impactful. But you got more herbs. You got a couple of places around here, man, who Facts. are trying, man. Facts. And I think it's just a matter of like, it's a, it's a community. And out of that, you get a person like Rafa who absorbs from the community that already exists. Mm-hmm. That's what we, that's what really, you know, that's what this is about is all of us moving into it's okay for one person to be the figurehead, to be the leader. I think he's becoming that based off of the community that existed. You know, there was a pre-existing co-op to the one that's being built now. You got people like Garai, all these other individuals who might not have the same level of visibility and impact that Rafi is going to have because he's a dynamic individual. But this is a, there's a community back there, and Very I think true. that's what I was speaking more to, not just Malik. Um, okay. And, and then, you know, so Rafa's not new to this, so he knows how to play the game to get that visibility, but it's not it's also not centered around himself. Yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. just using that as a platform that they consider this cause yeah. to then be able to um, make other things and causes in um the entire network visible. Yeah. Um so it's definitely not self centered in any kind of way. I don't think it's self centered at all. Yeah. I don't, but I also don't think there's anything wrong with a person becoming a leader because that's something that we kinda speak to a lot, man. It's like you might not, that might not be his intention. I think he is a natural leader. And I think that, you know, that kind of just, it's something that he can't help. You know, it's just a part of his, his character, his, 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 uh, his, his, his person. All right. So we got to wrap it up. I want to do a quick appreciation. Mine is going to be real left because this is a really long ass episode. Um, but I want to appreciate, uh, I've been running into people recently who don't love themselves enough. Right. And these are some of the most dynamic people I know. And, um, you know, it's not one individual. I literally had a talk to a series of people recently who are extremely dynamic individuals, right? And they don't recognize that they already are there. And this is in a lot of different, this is in two scenarios in particular, but I've been there too, where it's like, man, I need for this to happen, for this to happen. And I, w- I just want to say the people who, seem to have obstacles keep them from uh, being their best self um 
know you already are there and that there's a gang of people who appreciate, love and respect you and that we support you. And that's, you know, that I just I just came from that was something in my heart. Something I've been thinking about two different situations in particular. Um, but I feel like I've been there, too, where I continuously t- pull out reasons as to why I can't move forward and why I have these different things happen in my life. And um, sometimes, you know, you just got to know that it's, you already already in class. We say um, there's no such thing as perfection. You are, you know, you already you are your best self kind of, you know, so to speak. You already are great. Like you don't need to add on. It's already the greatness is already there. It's just a matter of you tapping into it. So that's my my appreciation goes to y'all and to know I just want to support show some love and support y'all way. All right, dope, so, dope, dope. If that makes any sense. Uh, oh, do uh, I do an appreciation too? Or are we done? I you definitely one. can throw an appreciation. Yeah. Oh, mine is honestly. I think I said it already. Just for y'all, for for you y'all three, this podcast, not only the amazing energy, but I think this is bringing something to not only to to Detroit, um, but to the whole country that we didn't know we needed. You know, and it's so beautiful. Um, a year ago, I would not have thought that I'd be listening, faithfully listening to a podcast every, every, you know, every other week looking for episodes because um, not only the content, but introducing me and, and again, the rest of the country to really dope, dynamic people in Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. It is a, you know, sometimes it's pockets, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I sit in, in a place in a community where, you know, I'm connected to a lot of different people. But, you know, even within that, there are tons of guests that have come on that I'm not connected to. Right. And and now in some kind of way I, I am and I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just beautiful what, what you all do, what you all do together um, as young black men. And I'm just so super thankful for you three. Good to Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Love y'all. Love you. Love you. Love you. Heavy. Love you too. All right, y'all. I think we're going to wrap it up for the greatest 29th episode of a podcast that we recorded. Um, Gang, gang. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.